where you going? No, man, you got the right classroom. Come on in, take a seat beside me, my friend. Hey, look, here come T.A. Charlie. Let's see what he got to say. I'm back. No, Did you miss me? Yes. Welcome to another episode of Terrifying Tuesday, and you're watching The Road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic. Homeroom is on Rumble. You just go to Rumble and you search the channels for The Road to Concord. It's one word. When you find it, you go ahead and you click follow. Might mean you got to set up an account, but it's fast, it's easy, it's free. I did it. You can do it. For those technologically challenged members of the class, you can also catch us on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and sometimes on YouTube. And that's when the professor's not going to get himself censored. Most of that's just Wednesday. Then you can catch the podcast after the show. It's uploaded to Podbean, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, and sometimes a bit shoot. Just look for The Road to Concord. You can go to the blog page at theroadtoconcord.com. And that's where you find all your show notes, study notes, and handouts for the class. Finally, you can email a professor at joe at the road to concord.com. He's a little slow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he'll eventually get around to emailing you back. I still owe our glowing uh, classmate uh, email. Yeah. Uh, the one who glows in the dark. Yeah. The one that glows in the dark. Yeah. Yes. He'll know who you he is. Get, you better get to him. Yes, I bet. He's been waiting a long time. A long time. Phones are on today 229 469 0335, but only for registered numbers. We only accept calls from regular known listeners. If you wish to call in, you must be a known class member that's participated in the chats on a regular basis. You can then send us an email and we'll uh, get you hooked up. If you find our classes helpful, please click the thumbs up, like, subscribe, and share it with those you think could benefit from it. Just warn them, Joe is an acquired taste. Yeah, we say that all the time. Jimmy Zinker's. Yeah, I'll have to tell you the story. This show is listener-sponsored, meaning we do not solicit business advertising, so we're not limited in the content we provide for y'all. With that said, we do ask for your participation on a value-for-value basis. If you find our show of value to you, then you provide an equivalent portion of your labor and treasure through the donut link on the Road to Concord blog page. Donut! Yes, in the show description on Rumble and the comments on the other streams. And I'm in trouble because I didn't bring donuts this morning. Hey, we all know T.A. Charlie isn't all there. Yeah. Now, just stay Not seated today. and give it a chance. We're all you here because he ain't all there tonight. might be the smartest. It's a Garth Brooks song. independently form opinions based on reason and logic. We're free thinkers. Let's see what the gonna pay us Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic has on the lesson <sighs> plan for today. Marianne has donuts. Oh, my. The <sighs> chats are... Boy, the chats are loaded already, and we ain't even started Some yet. fool got in there and started stirring the pot and setting dumpster fires this morning. Natasha couldn't calm oh him down. Oh, my gosh. I don't know who he was. He looked all a right. lot like Charlie, the OC, well, the original Charlie. I'm going to leave and go read all the comments and see what I need to do to get this mess in, and straightened out, because you've been over a day without me, so. Well, are you saying this is a bad thing? I don't know. I haven't went in to see the comments yet, so I don't know if it's good or bad. It could be good sometimes. Okay, well, Charlie... When the comments are good. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. He is. I, I, I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. I'm going to go away. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, everybody. <laughs> I am conducting a PSYOP. I am attempting to convince everybody that I am sane. How am I doing? <laughs> it's a long played game takes a lot of a lot of time a lot of hard work 
Um, <laughs> I'm not on donuts today either. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I, I have been screwing hard with poor Natasha in the pre-show. I'm surprised she didn't hit the play now button. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. Excuse me for just a second before we get going. It's that time of year again where 1991 revisits me. Anyhow, if you're not a long-term class member, you probably don't understand that reference. Shame on you. You need to pay more attention. <laughs> the tortoise says, uh, it all depends on your perspective or reality, right? Yes, exactly. All right. PSYOPs, psychological operations, right? We're going to be doing that today. I promised you I would do this. Yeehaw, here we go. Uh, ooh, what? Uh, that doesn't look good. Funky picture. <laughs> the PSYOP isn't working. <laughs> good grief. Okay, everybody's chiming in here. Charlie, you take care of the comments. Psychological operations. Well, it's been going around forever and ever. But the the uh, formalization of it, where it becomes a quote-unquote science, that started with this dude here by the name of Sigmund Freud. And it started with psychiatry and psychology. See the science of mental health and the brain and the mind and how do we manipulate you? Oh, boy, do we have a deep rabbit hole to jump down today. This is a little snag I grabbed from Edward Snowden. It says the whole system revolves around the idea that the majority can be made to believe anything so long as you repeat it loudly and often, and it works. Well, gee, I wonder who else might. Oh, wait a minute. This is a guy most people like. This is John F. Kennedy. He says no matter how big the lie, repeat it often enough and the masses will regard it as the truth. Does that say something about the people telling the lie or the people believing it? Anyhow, I don't know where Kennedy possibly could have got. Oh, this is that Goebbels dude again. You know, the Nazi propaganda propaganda minister. This is if you repeat a lie often enough, people will believe it. And you will even come to believe it yourself. Well, now that explains secular humanism and everybody on the left. You know, Marxists and progressives and Fabian socialists, et cetera, et cetera. They've made themselves up a fairy tale and they believe it. But where did Goebbels, oh, okay, yeah, this is the ticked off guy with a bad haircut and this stupid looking mustache. If you tell a big enough lie and tell it frequently enough, it will be believed. Gee, let me see if I got any recent examples. Two weeks to stop the spread. Wear the mask and you won't get COVID. Get the jab and you won't get COVID. The climate has been changing for 150 years. Uh, let's see what else could I think of. Oh yeah, Social Security. You know that that'll never. And this is just a three percent income tax. Biden that'll won. never grow. Yeah, Biden won. Gee, this 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 seems to be something that's um, prevalent in our society. I wonder why. Oh, that's right. Snowden dude said because it works. <sighs> The art of psychological warfare. I've mentioned this a lot of times, and I've just assumed people understood it. And it, it, I have good reason to assume you understood it, but I shouldn't have. 
Um, not necessarily all of y'all's fault, but if you've been in my class for any length of time and you didn't click with it, then yeah, shame on you. You got a comment on the board from Julie A. Larson. It says, not only will they believe it, but then they will teach and preach it until other generations don't know the difference. Amen, sister. And that's counted on. So this is the psychological warfare, how to skillfully influence people undetected and how to mentally subdue your enemies in stealth mode. Now, this isn't a warning meme. This is an advertisement for a book. Well, for a, a lecture sermon, a class. They teach this stuff. It's a science now, you know, like psychology and psychiatry. This, this is what I mean by it's a science. This is um, an army, United States Army patch, psychological operations, United States Army, persuade, change, and influence. Yeah, my big dead dying foot. But anyway, here's this. This is a uh, flyer that the Army put out. U.S. Army Civil Affairs and Psychological Operations Command, Airborne. Join the team, Psychological Operations. And you can go through, this is a pretty cool, nifty-looking thing here, right? And it tells you what are psychological operations soldiers, what does a psychological operation officer 37A do, what does a psychological operations specialist 37F do, are there special qualifications to join, what opportunities do PSYOP soldiers have, what incentives are there? Incentives? Well, how about this one? Whoops, not that. This. Get up to $50,000 in extra pay. 50K. Psychological operations. This is this is the United States Army. It's official Army website, right? PSYOP soldiers strategically influence and deceive. Uh, look, there's the badge. That's that picture I just showed you. Mission made to persuade and motivate. Well, nothing wrong with all of that, right? It's the United States Army. Comment on the board from the Arctic Tortoise. Remember that this class is not about psyops, correct? How many fingers? Five, right? Five fingers. If you don't say five fingers, I'm going to beat you in the head. Or I'm going to put a cage on your head and stick rats in it. Five fingers, right? But no, that's fish. Oh, yeah, five fish. There we go. Why, right? Well, of course, there was five loaves and two fishes, but Shh, pay no attention to the pay no attention to the Natasha behind the screen. <laughs> Terrorism is a psychological warfare. Terrorists try to manipulate us and change our behavior by creating fear, uncertainty, and division in society. This is Patrick J. Kennedy. Change that screen right there. What other things do we have? Emotional manipulation is a psychological warfare even if it's on the individual level. So when we have, you know, people who emotionally manipulate others, you know, like in a marriage or in abusive relationships, parents to children, et cetera, children to parents, et cetera, et cetera, that's all a form of psychological warfare. It's just being waged one-on-one. -on -one. That's psychological warfare right there. Your children are under attack by corporate and political terrorists who use the TV as a weapon. As a precaution, power off your set immediately. Um, <clears throat> does the hashtag John freaking Dewey mean anything to anybody or Woodrow freaking Wilson in the university system? Propaganda. That's part of psychological warfare. That's when you take it big time, Jack. These are books. 
proven psychological manipulation techniques. Guiltless guide into the psychology of how cunning people get what they want. How to play secret dark games to seize control and always win. Then there's dark psychology and manipulation. How to recognize mind control techniques and use the secrets to emotional intelligence, persuasion, and influence to your advantage. That's telling you how to manipulate people. Mm, We've covered this before. This is how you do it one-on-one or in small groups, right? Here's another one. Dark psychology manipulation. These are all from books and and different um, lecture programs. There's dark psychology. This is from a video, I believe. Discover 40 covert emotional manipulation techniques, mind control and brainwashing. Learn how to analyze people, NLP secret and science and persuasion to influence anyone. You know what they used to call this? Brainwashing. No. They used to call it witchcraft, didn't they? Casting spells and curses on people. Yes. Nothing wrong with it. This is all just benevolent, right? Yeah, it's white magic. Yes, white magic. So psychological warfare, what exactly is it? Well, definitions times, right? It's time to go have a look at some things here. Let me change the screens around and we will go to this. This is our first web page. I like thought.com, so you'll see them from time to time. This is an introduction to psychological warfare. And if you don't... Vasislos? Oh, I was just reading it. Vasakstu. Old ear den totalen Krieg. Yeah, total war. <laughs> Would you like a total war? <laughs> For those who don't recognize this little individual here, scrawny little runt, this is Joseph Goebbels, Nazi propaganda minister. So the story is by uh, Robert Longley, and it's updated October 22nd, 2019. It's a, psycho- a psychological warfare is the planned tactical use of propaganda threats, and other non-combat techniques during wars, threats of war, or periods of geopolitical unrest to mislead, intimidate, demoralize, and otherwise influence the thinking or behavior of an enemy. While all nations employ it, the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency lists the tactical goals of psychological warfare, or PSYWAR, or psychological operations, PSYOPS, as assisting in overcoming an enemy's will to fight, Sustaining the morale and winning the alliance of friendly groups in countries occupied by the enemy. Influencing the morale and attitudes of people in friendly and neutral countries toward the United States. To achieve their objectives, the planners of psychological warfare campaigns first attempt to gain total knowledge of the beliefs, likes, dislikes, strengths, weaknesses, and vulnerabilities of the target population. According to the CIA, knowing what motivates the target is the key to a successful PSYOP. Since it's a war of the mind, as a non-lethal effort to capture hearts and minds, quotation marks, psychological warfare typically employs propaganda to influence the values, beliefs, and emotions, reasoning, motives, or behaviors of its targets. The targets of such propaganda campaigns can include governments, political organizations, advocacy groups, military personnel, and civilian individuals. And religions. Yep. Simply a form of cleverly weaponized information, PSYOP propaganda may be disseminated in any or all of several ways, face-to-face through verbal communications, audiovisual media like television and movies, audio-only media including shortwave radio broadcasts like those of Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty, Radio Havana, Hanoi Hana, 
<laughs> or named Jane or, or, you know, uh, what was her name from uh, Japan? Was it Rosie or Rose? I can't remember her name. It was just Rose. Ta- Ro- Tokyo Rose. To- Tokyo Rose. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then uh, purely visual media like leaflets, newspapers, books, magazines, or posters. More important than how these weapons of propaganda are delivered is the message they carry and how well they influence or persuade the target audience. Three shades of this propaganda. In his book, 1949, Psychological Warfare Against Nazi Germany, former OSS, now known as the CIA, operative Daniel Lerner detailed the U.S. military's World War II Sky War campaign. Lerner separates psychological warfare propaganda into three categories. White propaganda. The information is truthful and only moderately biased. The source of the information is cited. Well, I guess we do a lot of white propaganda here. Gray propaganda. The information is mostly truthful and contains no information that can be disproven. However, no sources are cited. Black propaganda. Literally, fake news. The information is false or deceitful and is attributed to sources not responsible uh, for its creation. And then there's a psyops in battle, early psychological warfare, modern psychological warfare, et cetera, et cetera. Go through all of this. So this is um, this is the first thing. And then the second thing I throw for you, this is all in your show notes today. Your, your show notes right here, theroadtoconcord.com, PSYOPs, the art of individual mass manipulation. So you can go through all of that. And yes, that was Glenn Beck. We will get to him in a little bit. Here's a psychological warfare slide program that I get, I put in there for you. This one's actually pretty good. I'm going to show you something. It's propaganda definitions, the types, how it works. They're going to go back over key characteristics. Um, this is uh, leaflets that we were giving out. This is targeting the United States military. And like Taliban, we know where you are. And on the back of the leaflet, stop fighting for the Taliban and live and et cetera, et cetera. I saw this stuff when I was in Desert Storm. I even sent a bunch of these leaflets home. But this will this one here will give you an idea of um, give you an idea of how propaganda leaflets work. That slideshow can be fairly informative for you. Let's see where we're at now. And then there's psychological operations. That's another slideshow I put in there for you. Uh, let's see. I put that one under here. I'll trade it. I'm going to go through just a little bit of this before I start showing you what I want to talk to you about today. But this is all in your this is all in your show notes today, and you can go to it later. It says capture the minds and their hearts, and their souls will follow. What is a psyop? Target the audience. You know, intended outcome, productive. De- it goes through the steps. This is. This is about leaflets in um, World War II, Korea. I'm just flipping through this for you if you're not watching on the screen. Um, gray psyops, black psyops, they, the approval process for how to get it approved when it goes wrong. Now, here's the part I wanted to show you. This is the Smith Moot Act, the U.S. Information and Education Exchange Act of 1948, Public Law 402, popularly referred to as the Smith Moot Act specifies the terms in which the United States government can engage in public diplomacy. The act also prohibits domestic distribution of information intended for foreign audiences. Misinformation provided by the VOA for audiences outside the United States shall not be disseminated within the United States. PSYOPs in the U.S. forbid U.S. PSYOP forces to target, i.e. attempt to change the opinions of U.S. citizens at any time, in any location globally or under any circumstances. 
Commanders may use PSYOP forces to provide public information to the U.S. audiences during times of disaster or crisis, shelter locations, vaccine instructions, NEO evacuations, but they're not allowed to do what they've been doing. <laughs> what? That's just a law. Who follows that? Yeah. In, on Steve's show today, Steve Nichols, he does a, a show, Freedom Networks. It comes on, um, I think it's um, 6 to 9 Eastern, um, somewhere in that area. And we spun off of Freedom Networks. That's where we came from. But on his show, um, they were talking about a little bit about this today. <laughs> Who pays attention to the law anymore? Well, they were asking about when did all this stuff start to get out of hand? It got out of hand when we made propaganda legal again in this country. Government propaganda. That's when it started to really get bad in the country. <clears throat> there was one other, this one here, you really should go back and look at later, but this is the basics of psychological operations. What? Psychological operations or psyops are designed to alter emotions and beliefs that may influence the behavior of governments, organizations, and individuals. So essentially this is a, this is after your brain to change your emotions. It's, I give you information that changes your beliefs or, or that, also creates an emotion and alters your behavior. How do they do that? Who do they do it to? Who does it? Who, how do they do it? When do you do it? Definitions. Like here's the definitions of disinformation. That's intentionally false information used to deceive public opinion. You've got a lot of people in the government right now telling you that certain things are disinformation. Them telling you that is the actual disinformation. The people they're accusing are usually telling you the truth. This is what's making our world very complicated right now. You don't know who to believe anymore. That's part of what we're going to cover this show. Misinformation. That's unintentionally false information used to elicit interest or response. That's the bulk of what most people share on social media. They share a lot of things that are not quite true without even, because they don't take the time to look it up. I've even been guilty of this from time to time. Malinformation. Information derived from the truth, but exaggerated to mislead. Little Sally Buckenfudge was born with no legs and no arms, and it's because of the Republicans. Well, yeah, she was born with no legs and no arms because his mama was drinking and on crack. Well, that's because of the Republicans. How? Because if we'd have had universal health cares, mama would have been off the crack and alcohol by then. How do you know? It's just you take something, you take an event, and then you just go crazy with it. Comment on the board from Road Dog. Don't the military have an FM book on this subject? Yes, Road Dog, and it's actually in your show notes today. At the bottom of the show notes, I gave you a whole bunch of PDFs you can download, and one of them is the U.S. Army's field manual. Three three versions of it. They keep updating it. Then you have propaganda. Propaganda is intentionally false and disruptive information that is propagated throughout a population. The United States government right now, and the United States quote unquote mainstream media is nothing but propaganda. I wouldn't even listen to it anymore. You have opposing information, truth-based information from an opposing source. Then they go through the steps of how you do all this, and there's a chart in here. And this one is actually very inf useful information, but they got a little graph. Self-actualization, achieving one's full potential and including um, creative objectives, you know, self-fulfillment needs, psychological needs, basic needs. This goes over how to target people. So do I target you by the self? Do I target your self-esteem needs? Do I target your belongingness and love needs? Do I target your safety needs? 
go after other psychological needs like food, water, warmth, and rest. This is probably one of the best overall links I found that I put in your show notes for you today. If you want to go back and look at it, this one again is from Theodore's newsletter and is the basic psychological operations psyops. And you can go through that and on your leisure and cover that however you want. You go to your show notes. What uh, Aaron was talking about down here at the bottom, this is related PDF, PDFs, psychological operations, tactics, techniques, and procedures. That's that blinking piece right there if you're watching the screen. That's the Army Field Manual. And then Psychological Operations 2005 and 2010, those are reports on what they're doing. An overview of Psychological Operations or PSYOPs, U.S. Army Psychological Operations History Handbook. The Technological Evolution of Psychological Operations Throughout History. Manipulation, Individual and Self. The Application of Psychological Operations, a Case Study on the Siege of Salk. Psychological Operations from the Communications, Media, Propaganda, and Social Culture Perspective. They go over a lot of this and uh, some historical case studies, the ghostly legacies of America's war in Vietnam. That's our psyops war. The chapter one introduction definitions, objectives of psychological operations in Afghanistan. I showed you that one already. The role of psychological warfare battle in Ukraine, Israel's psychological operations in Gaza. But you also have Hamas creating. I mean, we, we all get into these things, folks. Psycho psychological warfare ops are everywhere. I know I'm bouncing your screens around a lot on you there. Apologize if it drove you crazy. I don't want to cause anybody to have an epileptic fit. I also got to work to slow down. I, I listened to my show part of it yesterday. Man, do I make you people listen quick. I've got to slow down how I talk. Comment on the board from Aaron Spikes. Why is it always little Sally Muck and Dutch? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I don't know. It's whoever. A little, little Annie, little Al, little Bobby, whoever. We can't go with little Johnny, though. Anyhow, like I said, I was listening yesterday. I've got to slow down because the sad thing is, is that I remembered the segment I was watching. And in my head, I thought I was talking slow. <sighs> I might have to inner channel my inner Charlie all the time. Slow down, you know, to. The 76th record on 33. So you'll sound like Aaron Spikes. Okay. We ran through a whole bunch of garbledy gook. It's in your homework. Let's start talking about this in a serious way. We need to look at some definitions, folks. This is important. Let me change this around. These are all going to be from the Cambridge Dictionary. I had to hunt around until I found ones that I like. Inform, to tell someone about a particular fact or facts, to tell someone about something, or to tell someone about something especially officially. You know, I've informed you of your rights. To influence something such as an opinion or a decision. Now, influence is not necessarily a bad thing. Inform is not supposed to be a bad thing. So if you're doing this for nefarious purposes, inform is not the correct word. So this is to give information or to teach someone about something. This is supposed to be neutral. It's not supposed to be a negative thing. That's what education is supposed to be. Education is supposed to teach you what happened, how certain people or political groups or agendas looked at it from all different sides, not just one side, 
When you only teach one side, you are propagandizing. We should teach it from one side. We should teach critical and reasoning, uh, reason, uh, critical thinking and reasoning uh, techniques so that the student can learn to evaluate for themselves. Unfortunately, <clears throat> we're going to use the school system to do things like this. Education is the most powerful weapon we can use to change the world. Nelson Mandela. Also, Woodrow freaking Wilson in the university level and John freaking Dewey at the public education level. Now, look, right here is what I want you to start paying attention to. I'm going to explain a lot of things today that, in the process, will explain why I am, uh, in large part, why I am the way I am and why people get upset with me when I reach conclusions what they think to be too quick. It says, education is the most powerful weapon. That's not a haphazard word. He chose weapon on purpose. What does weapon connotate? Struggle, warfare, battle, correct? Okay. That gives you, that gives this statement a flavor of warfare. We're going to use it to change the world. He's in a war. He's going to use education as a means of psychological warfare. How? He wants to change not only the minds of adults, but also children. And whoever put this meme together with the books and the apple, that's not a college education environment. That's not even high school. High school students don't bring apples to teachers, neither do college students. This is at the lowest grade levels. They're going after the children. Why? Because they are the least capable of defending themselves, which is why there's a current attack meant to separate the parents from the children. They don't want parents to have control over the school board anymore. Didn't Dewey say something about if you can take over the children at like yes. ages five and six or whatever? You oh, got no, 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 or no, like no. Better than that. That was, was Stalin. Oh, that was Stalin? Uh, Vladimir Lenin, Stalin, and um, let's see, Lenin, Stalin. There was one more of them, but they're all three. They're three of them Russians, and they're parroting each other. Says, so give me your child when they're four and they're mine for life. Yeah. They only wanted them for four years, four to eight, and they'll own them. And that's why they constant, that's why kindergarten one was established, folks. John Dewey established kindergarten to get your child earlier. And Dewey and Wilson both said that they're looking to make their children as unlike their parents as possible. And we've read where these supposed educators say that all the kids come to them already mentally handicapped because they believe in patriotism and religion and things like this. Who do we have on the I gotta be me. Stop that. Go ahead. Jimmy Zinker in the house, folks. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. We had to play the Jimmy Zinker. And Jimmy, we stopped right before your girlfriend walked by in the video. Oh, shoot. No, I couldn't see it anyway. Right. Um, uh, Lennon. Yes, Lennon. Lennon. Give me the first four years of a uh, give me control of the first four years of a child's education, and the cheat the seeds I plant shall never be uprooted. 
Yes, and Stalin and one other one both parroted that in their own words. Yep. Well, it started with Marx himself, the tenth plank of communism in the Communist Manifesto: free public schools to all children. Yeah, in other words, free psychological free manipulation. Well, and it, it actually you, you says, I'm sorry, it. I misquoted. It actually reads free government schools to right. all children. So we will pay to have our children brainwashed. Yep. Yes. And then they'll they'll not only make it free, then they'll mandate it by law. Yep. Yeah, and then Lenin came along once they got their their nation established under that uh, manifesto and explained why. <laughs> That's the tenth plank. Yes. This is psychological warfare. It's a psyop. Yep. Yep. What else? Can so we for just, you today, uh, sir? No, just you. You were you were touching on something. Y'all were back and forth. And wasn't sure if it was. If it, was, if it was Lenin, so I thought I'd call in and give you the direct quote. Well, I appreciate it. Yep. Well, I know that the others didn't did mention it, and and uh, I know Stalin mentions it too, and it might have been Brezhnev. It's somebody a little later, but it, it's a yeah. common and, and it should be understood. It's a common frame, like you said, coming all the way from Marx. So we shouldn't be surprised well. They put it in practice it. today through the progressive movement in our own country. Yes. Um, in our constitution. We have the Bill of Rights. It's 10 amendments to the Constitution that establish and protect from government intrusion certain individual natural rights. <laughs> In the Communist Manifesto, their Constitution, they have the 10 planks, which is basically the, the, uh, neg the photonegative opposite. Oh, we're losing you again, Jimmy. The, 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 the Bill of 10 negative rights or anti-rights. Kind of like Antichrist, huh? Yeah, sorry, um, Jimmy. No, I said anti-rights. <laughs> yes, I know, anti-rights. You got the Bill of Rights, mm -hmm. the anti-rights. You got Christ, the anti-Christ. It's kind of like there's a spiritual refrain or echo going on in the world. Yep. Our Fourth Amendment protects individual rights against uh, unreasonable search and seizure. Yep. All right. And if you go read the Ten Planks of Communism, I think it's their fourth one. Um, the uh, seize, seize private property from all rebels and immigrants. It's our third amendment. People read it, you know, quarter no troops in your house. They don't realize that's an mm -hmm. anti that's an anti-spying amendment. Yep. Nobody's changed that, which means all this government surveillance is unconstitutional. All of it. Yeah, Carl comes back cares. to nihilism. Uh, yes. Karl Marx set about to undo what our founding fathers had established in our constitution. Yep. And the progressives wholly adopted Karl Marx. Yep. Sure did. So there you go. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to listening now. Yeah, all right, brother. Appreciate it. Uh, Thanks. Jimmy Zeger, always welcome in the house. Uh, <laughs> the road to Concord, Natasha says, so about Alexa and Siri. Oh, y'all want to freak yourselves out? Go, go ask Alexa when World War III begins. Go on. I'm serious. Go ask her. Good luck. Have fun. I'm going to have fun with that when I get home. So education is the most powerful weapon that we can use. It's supposed to be meant to inform. They've turned it into a weapon. Well, this is also supposed to inform you. The media, the internet, radio, magazines, televisions, newspapers. It's supposed to tell you the who, what, where, when, how, and why. It's not supposed to tell you what to think about it. But it does now. And worse than that, social media news. This is the place where they conduct their psyops now today. I mean, they do it on the mainstream legacy media, 
But this is, this, folks, if you're on social media, you are in their battleground and they are masters at this. They know what they're doing. They've used your money for many, many, many years to study this. So Cambridge Dictionary says influence the noun used mainly as a disapproving in a disapproving way in a negative connotation. As a noun, it means the power to have an effect on people or things or a person or a thing that is able to do this. As a verb, it means to affect or change how someone or something develops, behaves, or thinks, how they act. Editorials are supposed to influence you. Not some more today. The news is now an editorial. Editorials are supposed to influence you. What we do on this show is inform and influence. Now, you might think of our influence as negative if you want. That's fine. I understand. But notice how we influence you. We flat tell you we're trying to do it. Straight up. We don't hide it. And then we tell you, please, go test this for yourself. Follow behind. Read other, other opinions. Do, do the research yourself. That's supposed to be to inform you. And the influence I'm trying to exert on you is to motivate you to go take better care of your own defensive mechanism against psychological warfare. Because as you will see before today's show is over, one of the best defenses against psychological manipulation is knowledge. Knowing what you're looking for. It, it loses its effectiveness once you know how to find it, how to spot it. This is one of the reasons I was teaching fallacies. Jimmy was mentioning that on Steve Nichols' show today. If we taught reasoning and critical thinking and fallacies in, in school these days, young as possible, somewhere around junior high at the latest, half of this manipulation would not be, it would lose its effectiveness because the people, the individual citizen would go up. Oh, I know what that is. Tune you off. Go to the next channel. That's why they no longer teach critical thinking. That is exactly why they don't teach it. They're not going to teach you the defense against their weapon. And remember what Mandela said, they've used education as a weapon. This is social engineering. John Dewey even said, we are Developing, you know, creating the world we're wanting to develop. And a child who can think for themselves is an enemy to that world. I paraphrased it, but we've been over Dewey before. So editorials are supposed to be where you do influence. Manipulation. Again, from the Cambridge Dictionary, also mainly disapproving. It means controlling someone or something to your own advantage, often unfairly or dishonestly. It also means the action of influencing or controlling someone or something to your advantage, often without letting them know about it. Oh, boy, do I hate these people. That's what that is. That's the marionette. This is nudge. This happens to you and I all the time. And you've got to learn to look for it. There may not be a whole lot you can do about it, but to deceive to persuade someone that something is false, something that is false is actually true. Or to keep the truth hidden from someone for, for your own advantage. It also means to use dishonest or illegal methods to get something or to make people believe that something is true when it is not. That's the false face stuff, right? That right there is one of the best pictures I found of deception. That's the fact, fake, fake, fact checkers on social media. I, I, I wish you could see the, this is like a uh, blocks with letters on it. 
The first two blocks say F-A. The next two blocks say C-T on the top and K-E on the bottom. The fact checkers are fake checkers. They're deceivers. And they'll t- basically say, well, we're making fact out of fake. No, 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 no. They're making fake out of fact. I, I run into this all the time on Facebook. They, they, they'll, I'll post some meme that I know is true. And they'll come back, a fact checker and another source has decided that, and they won't even, they don't even take responsibility for it. They blame it on somebody else. And they have, a, have admitted in a U.S. court of law, Facebook did anyway, that these are just editorialists. They decide it's fake because they don't like the way it sounds. In other words, they're not fact checkers. That, by definition, is an admission of deception. That's false advertising. They should be allowed to be sued for this. But they're under the umbrella of the bulletin board protections because our lawmakers are too busy lining their own pockets and helping to conduct the psychological warfare against you to actually do their job. If they were doing their job, Facebook would have lost those protections by now. Well, then they'd get sued out of existence and nobody would have Facebook anymore. And that would, too many people would be so sad. Crap, who cares? Somebody to replace Facebook with something that might not be as ugly or damaging to society. But this right here, folks, this is deception. And then you have propaganda. That's information, ideas, opinions, or images often only given one part of an argument that are broadcast, published, or in some other way spread with the intention of influencing people's opinions. Campaign advertising. Not just campaigns. Advertising. Every commercial you see is a form of propaganda. It is a form of uh, psychological warfare. Every ad you see. Just about this show is a form of psychological warfare. I like to think I'm providing you with the defensive measures here. I may not be. I don't know. You, If you're on the other side, you think of me as the enemy, that I need to be silenced, which is why the government wants censorship. They want to bring back censorship because some folks out here are getting in the way of them being able to conduct their propaganda more efficiently without pushback you know, counter-information. They want to neutralize their opponents in this psychological battlefield. Why? If this is all about control, if you're not valuable, why does everybody fight over controlling you? You're a resource at the very least. So why does everybody want to rule over the world? Hmm? You ever thought about that? Give me a secular explanation for that one that makes sense, that satisfies. Oh, well, people are just power hungry. You know something? You can't actually, even if I made you king of the world, you can't rule over the world. You can't. If I'm in one side of the world, whatever they're doing on the, you need other people to help do that for you. And those other people actually turn the area you give them to manage. They turn it into their own fiefdom. You're not ruling it. You're not even ruling that other person anymore. But it's good to be king. To think you're king, but you're not. For me, this is all the desire to be God. Well, if you need to rule over and control people, what does that say about people? You know, the 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 New World Order people will say, well, we don't have lives worth living, making it sound like we're useless or we're of no value. But they sure do expend a lot of energy and treasure 
trying to rule us and manipulate us. Well, I thought we were worthless. Apparently, we're worth their treasure. Maybe actually you do have a soul that's worth something. I don't know. It's just a thought. Just a thought. Propaganda, power, and persuasion. Uncle Sam, he's part of a propaganda campaign under Woodrow freaking Wilson and Edward Bernays. Let's do some examples. This is what I wanted to do the bulk of today's class. I told you we'd see this again. I told you yesterday. This is from that video of Obama talking about Israel and Hamas. He says, Obama says, what Hamas did was horrific, and there is no justification for it. Now, if you'll go into this, the, the um, links I provide for you in your homework today, one of the techniques is to say yes, but. One of the te techniques of manipulations is to acknowledge something and then go with the but. Okay? That's what he's about to do. And there's no justification for it. So, yes, Hamas was bad, but what is also true is that the occupation and what's happening to Palestine is unbearable. Yeah, Hamas was bad, but Israel's worse. Said so what Hamas did was horrific, but what Israel's doing is unbearable. That right there is a manipulation technique. I spotted it immediately. I've studied these things. This is also a fallacy. That's moving the goalpost in a way. What you're doing is you're saying, I'm starting with Hamas, but now I'm going to focus on somebody else. No, we're talking about Hamas, Obama. Don't move this to Israel. That's a fallacy. You've moved the topic. All of this, most all manipulative uh, techniques are fallacious when you get into logic. The, the spotting logic is one of your most powerful shields against this stuff. He says, you have to admit that all of us are complicit to some degree. How? How am I responsible for Hamas? How am I responsible for what Israel's doing? How? It's not even my country. I have no control over them. If I'm complicit, it's because I allowed people like Obama to ever take office. But wait a minute. I'm in a system where if he gets elected, oh, wait a minute. He didn't win the 2012 election. We know that's another one that was stolen. It was stolen in Southern Florida. You can't talk like that, Joe. You're going to get a strike. <gasps> Look, psychological operations in play. I'm not allowed to tell you the truth. Something that I can back up. I have to be censored now. You got to you got to put an end to the information, the counter information that might destroy the narrative that Obama won the election. Hmm. This is what's going on, and you have had it fed to you and shoved down your throat. So long in so many different ways, and it has been perfected in so many different ways over so long a period that most of us don't even see it anymore. Do you know the people in our society, not all of them, but a lot of them, the ones who see this the most clearly, they have a special name. The people trying to control you call the ones that see through their control conspiracy theorists. When all a conspiracy theorist is, is somebody who's done their homework, figured all this out, spotted it, sorted it out, knows the truth, and then is trying to tell other people. Now, some of them are kooks, and some of them didn't do their homework properly. But a large majority of them all tend to find the same things. Many paths to one truth. That's because it is true. So they have to fight this stuff. 
What you are seeing in the world today, I've brought it up before, MK Ultra and Operation Mockingbird. MK Ultra, how do I control your mind? Mind manipulation techniques. It's all about mind control. So how do I do this? Well, they found out one of the best ways to do it is through education. It's a powerful weapon, remember Mandela? What's the most powerful way to quote unquote educate the masses? TV, the newspaper, movies, songs, mass media now, social media. That is a mockingbird. Now, if you listen to Rush Limbaugh, he used to talk about, hey, everybody's waiting to get their talking points, you know, on the teletype every morning. No, 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 no. That was Mockingbird in operation. They were told what to say and how to say it. People bring it up all the time. Very few people outside of the quote unquote conspiracy theorist circles will tell you this is Mockingbird. Well, when you put Mockingbird and MK Ultra together, you have a psychological operation campaign against the United States American people. And that was illegal. Now, thanks to George W. Bush and Barack Obama, they made prop government propaganda legal now. So I'm pretty sure they just ignore that act we read about. But before then, they were conducting this stuff against us totally illegally. Not that the law matters anymore. Do not tell me that you still live under the Constitution. They do whatever the heck they darn well please because we let them. You know why we let them? Because we will not dare the consequences of grabbing our weapons and exercising the Second Amendment for what it was meant to be. We can't even be bothered to try and get our state governments to change things legally or locally. How many of us actually go down to the school board meetings? Oh, we'll complain on the internet but we don't actually want to get on the battlefield. Well, okay. Bow down and lick the hand of the one who puts the chains on you, and may they rest lightly on you. The rest of us will forget you are ever one of our posterity. Well, who are you, Joe? I've got my CAR. Not that I'm supposed to mention that according to other vets. Combat Action Ribbon. There was a point in time where I wrote them a blank check that said up to and including my life, and I handed it to Uncle Sam. And the American people sent me to go fight a war we had no business fighting. We do this all the time. That's propaganda. This one on the left, that's pro-Israeli propaganda. Israel hides their citizens under the house. Hamas hides their weapons under the hospital. Hmm. And on the right, this supposedly is Hamas saying, see, you know, it's Israel saying, see, we're justified in defending ourselves. We get hit with one little missile, so we send a whole bunch more back. The problem is the one on the right is a lie. The one on the left is actually true. Israel tries to defend the innocent. By the way, there are Arabs living inside of Israel who are victims of these Hamas rocket attacks. Israel tries to defend them too. Muslim Arabs that live inside Israel, they try to defend them too. So they don't care. They defend everybody. If you're inside Israeli borders, they try to defend you. They do. 
But now on the right here, it says, well, we got hit by one little missile, so we're going to go bomb the obliterate them. No, 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 no. They get hit by thousands of missiles. And they usually retaliate with uh, two or three. So the one on the right is entirely opposite of the truth. The one on the left is trying to tell you how this works. But this is propaganda. This is what propaganda looks like. This is a PSYOP. So is this. Hamas, politics, charity, and terrorism in the service of jihad. Matthew Levitt. That's a book. Now, does that read as negative, positive, or a little bit of both? Well, to me, I say service of jihad, and I think the whole damn thing's bad. Excuse my language, but I understand what jihad means. There's no such thing as charity in the service of jihad. I understand what Hamas... Let me, let me translate this for you. Destruction. Politics, charity and, terror, charity, and terrorism in the service of jihad. Well, there is charity because the Hamas terrorists that went into Jerusalem, or, or not Jerusalem, but into Israel there, uh, they got like $10,000 in a house for every Jew they killed. Well, that's true. But let me continue. That's charity, right? I know. Let me continue translating this into English. Destruction. Politics, charity, and terrorism in the service of Islamic holy war. Now I've got that translated properly. So this book, the title, is Propaganda. Then we covered this yesterday. This is Propaganda from David Horowitz. But now look down at the bottom, HorowitzFreedomCenter.org. Remember, information that tells you where it's coming from is not as bad as information that doesn't. And this here is forced to make the students supporting Hamas in American colleges face what they're actually doing. This is counter excuse me, counter information in a form of propaganda. It's very effective. It's got the students all ticked off. Now, I'm going to cover this when we come back. This is about one of the biggest psyop campaigns that's been conducted on the American people ever. This is a Glenn Beck still does good work, especially if you're watching his Wednesday shows on, on blaze TV. When you get the reports from his research team, um, they've made some changes over there. This is a pay to watch. It's going to cost you, I don't know, 60 to a hundred dollars a year or something like that. Unfortunately, if you want any type of media that you can trust, you're going to have to pay for it now. I still pay for The Blaze. I like his Wednesday shows. I like Steve Dace. Those are primarily the only two I watch. I don't watch Glenn that much anymore. I still pay for the Epoch Times. Good, decent reporting. They even tell you when they're editorializing. So when they're influencing you, they tell you we're trying to influence you. When they do news, they try to just give you information. They're doing their best to do real journalism. I read Just the News with John Solomon. He's doing the best he can, but he still came up through the liberal media chain. So he still has a bias that he hasn't been able to get rid of. We were reading one of his articles just yesterday, and I showed you where he should have worded things different or should have added things in there. But he didn't. Um, yes, Epoch News does some excellent documentaries as well. So this, there are places, Epoch News, if you've got a limited budget, Epoch News is one of the best places to put your money. 
Okay. It, it, think of it this way. People used to spend as much money every year buying the newspaper as they did. That would have cost you to get your subscription to Epoch News. And if you only had one source, one place to put money for a good paid service, I would go there. Now, if you're like me and you're interested in people who actually will dig into things, Glenn Beck is still a, his people, his people are still very good researchers. I mean, if he offered me a chance to go research for him, I'd, I'd have, a, I'd have to have a talk with BB. We, we might have to move depending if the money was right. Cause I don't necessarily support everything he does on his show, but oh my gosh, I'd, I'd jump at a chance to be on his research team. Because I'd be working with some good people that know what they're doing. I could I could add to that effort. And hopefully in the in the process, educate those people watching it. But I'm trying to do this. Now I've wrestled with, am I actually doing good here or am I just another talking head? I've got my answers and I got my answers from the audience, from the class. There have been a number of you who have told me in recent days, there is not another show on the internet like this one. Not that they're aware of. I've looked. I haven't found anything like this. It, I knew I wanted to be different. Now, whether or not it'll succeed, I don't know. That's in the hands of Yahweh. I don't care. I'm doing what I do. This is what I want to do. And if it succeeds, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But from what I hear from you guys, those of you who will email me, for you that are emailing me at least, I seem to be helping. And not just me. Don't don't put this all just on me. I mean, if it weren't for Natasha and Charlie, I couldn't put this show on anymore. Not the way we're doing it. They take a lot off my shoulders. And you noticed yesterday, <laughs> I've gotten so used to them, I forgot how to start the show without Charlie. So I, I don't ever want to make it seem like I think I'm the one doing all of this. I know I'm not. Because there are also people out there who are financially helping this show. Some of you to... Yeah, one of you pays for the Rumble account every month all by themselves. Well, hey, guys, um, there are 25 of you. He's toting your your bill for that. I ask for $5 a month. He's 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 toting 25 of you, the classmates on his back. There's a number, another member out there who pays the electric bill every month. So he's toting 20 of you on his back. Am I trying to shame you? No. No, what I'm trying to tell you is that they're walking the walk. And they're talking to me at the same time. If if I with what we're doing here, what Charlie and Natasha and I are doing here is worth that much money out of their pocket to them, then I can dang sure do my best every night to to do the homework, put a good lesson plan together, and bring it here and deliver it the best I can every day. It's a service to each other. And this is part of what the psychological warfare, they don't want you thinking that way anymore. That's capitalism. It's true capitalism. What they call capitalism is cronyism. Cronyism is always a creature of the left. It's it's a form. It's it's applied and actual lived um, socialism. Socialism never works the way they design it, or the way they claim it. Or it goes against human nature. It'll never work that way. But human nature is heart and soul. Understanding it, and manipulating it, is the heart and soul of psychological warfare. And when we come back after the break. We're going to talk about this one right here. OMG, is this bad? I'll see you in six minutes.
And we're back. I realized I need to cover something real quick that's in your show notes. It's, you know, roadtoconcord.com, the blog page. You look up today's show notes. It's got the date on it. Gives you the title. And um, there's another article in there that I think we need to go over real quick before I start doing the the specifics here for you. You know, the case-by-case study that we're going to do for the rest of the show. It says, how to recognize a psychological manipulation. Most of this, this is from uh, psychotherapy. Uh, page, but most of this is going to be about individuals, how individuals do this. It says home court advantage. They they like to make sure that they stay in a position where they're in control of things. They'll let you speak first to establish your baseline. This is because if you speak first, they get an idea of how you're thinking and how you act and what you're going to do. And they manipulation of facts. They'll manipulate the truth on you. They'll overwhelm you with facts and statistics. That's baffle them with bull. This, this is logical fallacies. Overwhelm you with procedures and red tape. In other words, they'll just give you too much crap to do. That's meant to frustrate you and get you all ticked off. That's administrative. That's that's the administrative government. Overwhelm you with facts and statistics. This is when the media throws a whole bunch of things at you and then says, well, that's why you need experts because you can't understand this. They'll manip- manipulate you with facts. That's Tyson. Mike deGrasse Tyson telling you, well, that's because you're not a scientist or you don't know, or Fauci tell same thing. This is all manipulation techniques. So they'll raise their voice and show negative emotions. That's intimidation, physical intimidation. Obama used to do this. He would raise his voice at people. Trump does that. He'll raise his voice as people that are pushing back against them. Negative surprises as a psychological manipulation. In other words, they'll, they'll pull something on you, the gotcha, you know, the October surprise. Giving little or no time to decide. Hey, that's the progressive playbook. We got to act now, 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 now. There's no time. We, we we've got to do climate change legislation now, now, now. We're all gonna die. That's, we got we got to pass the bill before we can yes. read what's in it. Negative humor to design to poke fun at your weaknesses. That's d- deprivation. You know, degradation things put you down. Consistent judgment and criticism. You're never good enough. You can never get there. The silent treatment. They just won't talk to you. They pretend to be ignorant. They'll guilt bait you. They'll play the victim. This is all techniques for controlling you. And then there's techniques. This one here, defend yourself against psychological operations. This one tells you knowing is half the battle. The more information you have, the better, especially about how these techniques work. Become the enemy. Throw it back at them. Use it against them. Cultivate a list of sources. In other words, learn where to go to, to learn. And it's okay to have specific sources for, like with me, I go is I always go back to the same websites over and over again. You'll know that if you pay attention to this show over like thought.com or the thought company that was on here again today, I use them a lot. That's because I've already done the research and I've realized that for the most part, these sites are good. They're solid. They're valuable. I don't have to go research everything they do as deeply every time I can skim through it. Yep. Okay. They're good to go again. That's why we have a blog page with show notes. Yes. So that you can follow behind us. Beware of the mob. There'll always be more people believe 97%. There's a consensus. That's the mob mentality. Whenever they're throwing the mob at you, they're probably on the wrong Go side. Go the other of this. direction. Yep. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't, don't, whenever they're telling you, you got to decide now, 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 don't, don't step back and think on this, man. Question authority. Always question authority. Consider the other side. Look at it from the other side. You got to look at both sides or all three sides or all four, however many sides you can find. Detox. 
It says, if you believe you're a subject of a PSYOP, one of the best things you can do is relax. Relax and turn the crap off. These are all very good things. These articles that I bring to you, I've told you before, I read through lots of them. The ones that end up in your show notes, a lot of times there'll be some in there that I'm not really happy with. Sometimes I'll give you a note. Sometimes I won't, telling you that I'm not really happy with it. I expect you to be discerning all on your own. I don't, you don't need me holding your hand. I'm here trying to teach you how to think for yourself. I want you to think for yourself, even if you end up disagreeing with everything I believe. If you can defend it rationally, in the end, I'll be like, okay, well, we can agree to disagree. If you can defend it rationally. And that doesn't be like, well, I've got my faith. Guess what? I can defend my faith rationally. I've heard from a couple of you lately that that's one of the reasons you don't mind listening to the show since I've changed the format a little bit and worked my faith into it as much as I do. I'm defending it rationally. It's not irrational. It's not magic. It's not hocus pocus. There's a reason for why I think these things. The reason why I believe the way I do. I want you to be the same person for yourself in your life. You'll be different than me. Yes, I know this. Why would I want this? Because the more you learn to think for yourself, the less likely they are to be able to influence you. And you will become more and more in control of your own life. That's the whole purpose here. That's the whole, that's, that's what I'm trying to help y'all do. But you got to participate. And it, it gave me next Tuesday's class. Next Tuesday's Teaching Tuesday will be on education. And we're going to actually talk about John freaking Dewey in a good light. Because he's not all bad. Yeah, never thought you'd hear me say that, did you? All right. Some specific examples. This is about a one-hour video. It's in your homework. This is very worth watching. It's about COVID and what the government got away with. They did some things in the last couple of weeks, and they used... Um, Taylor Swift and Perry's death and the Israeli war and a couple of other things to hide what they were doing. They, they didn't hide it per se. They released it in a time when they knew that the media wouldn't care. So they didn't tell you, but Beck was watching and his people were watching and he went over some of it in this video and he goes over the admissions that we've been lied to. Now, here's one of the things we now know. That mask never helped you at all. This is a propaganda piece from the NHS in uh, England. This is England's NIHIS or NIS or whatever, you know, National Health and Human Services, NIHIS. I don't give a crap about these initials. This is the supposed government. This is how your health works. But it says, I wear mine to protect you. Please wear yours to protect me. Um. If you're wearing a mask to protect me, the mask is supposed to protect you. It's a personal protection device. It doesn't protect me. This is a lie. This thing here is a lie designed to play at your emotions, to get you to wear a mask that they knew the whole time was useless. Why would they want you to mask if they knew it wasn't going to do any good? It's all about what this could have been nothing more. That, the mask campaign, could have been nothing more then let's see what we can get them to do. Could have been an experiment. And you know how this works. 
it doesn't have to be everybody in government and everybody in healthcare going along with this. They don't all have to be in on the psyop. They just have to be prone to me tooism, or you just scare them into it and they'll go along and they will help you. They will help you promote your campaign. But the people who start it, they know exactly what they're doing. I've shown you the video where Fauci said years before COVID happened that that mask will not help. He knew the mask wasn't going to help years before he told you to put it on. It's in video. You just got to go look for it. So this right here, this is a lie. So is this. This is also England. It says, look him in the eyes and tell him always keep a safe distance. And then look her in the eyes and tell her you never bend the rules. And look him in the eyes and tell him the risk isn't real. Stay home. Protect protect the, uh, the NHS and, and save lives. This is all government propaganda. Staying home didn't save anybody. It cost lives. We now know this. It's part of what Glenn Beck's show is showing you. Just like one of the things they, they did, they were telling you that um, hydroxychloroquine was no use to fight COVID. At the time, when they're saying this, the Mayo Clinic had a paper out on their website that said hydroxychloroquine was effective against respiratory and COVID diseases. So what happened? They didn't admit they were wrong. They had the Mayo Clinic take that down and replace it with a paper that says, oh, you can't use it now. That's not only disinformation, folks. That's just flat out lying. That is medical malpractice. And we know they did it. They've got the proof. Comment on the board, James William Holt. To me, the mask was a way to get us to fight amongst ourselves while the government eroded our freedoms legislatively. Yes. Yes, it's also a way of erasing you as a self-identified person. It's a way of making you disappear. The mask has always been a sign of subservience and, and uh, submissiveness. So that's that's part of what's going on here, folks. That video Beck has. There's another one. This one's from America, the CDC. It's a comment on the board from Dip by DDT. So they can get their facial recognition program able to identify with face covered. Uh, I don't think so. That program doesn't work that way. Um, this piece of uh, propaganda here from the CDC. We can do it. We can slow the spread of COVID-19. You see the picture of the woman there holding her bicep with her raised fist? That's Rosie the Riveter. This, this, is, this is just pure propaganda. And notice what happened. We wear masks, we got jabbed, we all locked down, and it didn't slow the spread of COVID. It never was going to. It's a common cold. It's a COVID. It's a coronavirus. It's the common cold. And when you have a vaccine that does nothing to stop the spread. That was covered in Beck's show. The lies that are coming out now. Part of what was covered in Beck's show, and oh my gosh, this is... This is you need to watch this video, folks. We now know that because we got a P, we got an email that Fauci was writing that they tried to hide from Congress. And we now know that Fauci was aware that he was funding gain of function research in Wuhan as early as 2019 before the outbreak of COVID. They knew it all along. He lied to Congress under oath when he said he didn't know why is the man not in jail 
they want to put Trump in jail for just the same thing. They 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 put um they put General Flynn, tried to put him in jail. They ruined his life over lying to the FBI. Don't you think lying to Congress should be a higher offense than lying to the FBI? Both of both cases were perjury. Only in Flynn, it was entrapment. Fauci was deliberate. You know what else happened with all this stuff with with uh, the speaker debacle in um, Israel and Hamas? All the secrets that the Republican House had been revealing, they'd been, they had been revealing all the stuff that had been hidden about January 6th, about COVID. They were unexposing un- all of the cover-ups. That quit. That quit. The swamp got a hold of it. They used all these crises to shut it down. Nobody's paid attention to it anymore. They should be back to exposing this stuff. They're not doing it, and they're never going to return back to it. You've been distracted. Part of what the PSYOP is in this country is to program you. Stick with the narrative of the day. Everybody talk about what's in the news today. Don't go back in time and bring up the things that we've moved on past. We've already handled that. Keep going. Rush Limbaugh was very effective at teaching you to do this. Have you noticed that I don't memory hold things? I drag you back in time all the time when it's necessary. I don't forget these. This is one of the things Jimmy Zinker will tell you he likes about me. I've got that memory filing cabinet. I will bring it back up in a moment's notice. It's right there again. You got to connect the present to the past. The past is driving the present. One of your best defenses is knowledge. You have to know these things. Takes work and effort, Joe. Yes. And one of the one of the weapons of the psyop here is that they know that most humans are lazy. We just want to be entertained. Yes, a lot of times we're tired. We come home, we've got to fight with the kids and blah, blah, blah. We just want to sit on the couch and watch a football game or a ball game or a soap opera or just numb, mind-numbing, mind-numbing, whatever. Put us to sleep. And we're happy with that. Or get on Facebook and just scroll for hours. I mean, we're going to have to start making luxury toilets pretty soon. Because, you know, that's one of those places where you get stuck and you spend 45 minutes doing something that used to take you a minute. Because you're on Facebook. Don't laugh at that. You know darn well that each and every one of you out there is guilty of it, or most of you are. But we have these campaigns all throughout our... Here's another one. Climate change. You know, it used to be global cooling, and then it was global warming, and then it was global cooling, and then it was global warming. And finally, when they realized, hey, you know, these people are alive to see this cycle four times, now they remember it, we're just going to have to go to climate change. Well... This is a propaganda campaign. Oh, look, 90% of climate papers stating positions on human-caused global warming agree. Global warming is happening and we are the cause. What did we just tell you? Avoid bandwagon, the crowd. If it says 97%, you better go dig into the three that disagree. And by the way, this is 97% of the papers that the government funded. This is, there, there's lies and disinformation in this as well. This is garbage. This is a lie. The science is not settled on this. But look at, yes, ma'am. <clears throat> She's in and out. Yes. I was just going to say real quick, where did they get the source for those papers? From the people that they funded. It's all just government generated. Oh, well, it's a government, so that's okay then, right? 97% of all scientists will give you the finding that, that their funding was looking for. 
this is another piece right here. This is uh, from Climate Victory Propaganda. Rooftop solar shifts power, local energy, distribution generation, stronger communities. Look at the fig female figure, but look at forward. That's Leninist propaganda. That, that's just, it got the hand raised. Take the wrench out of her hand and put a hammer in there or a sickle. That's communist right there. But the imagery, do not ignore the imagery. Secularly in this world, it might just be coincidence or it's like minds, but spiritually, have you ever noticed that the propaganda is always linked to the same people? There, there are spiritual types. This propaganda is linked to it. Wind power fills our sails from the same people. Clean energy, green jobs, abundant supply. There's the workers in this. The workers are always better. The proletariat is always morally superior to the businessman. There they are. There's your workers with the rolled up fists and the hammer and the rough, you know, the, the rough um, Russian, you know, uh, peasant. It's the same imagery, folks. It's progress. And here, just as uh, Nelson Mandela admitted it with education, we solve climate change with ad campaigns. Oh, look, this is by Chevron. You think they might be involved in the climate change debate? Well, no, no, no. The climate change is after that. Really? Really? You ever look into who funds the majority of all this stuff? Don't think that the oil companies are being attacked. They're not. Don't think that big tobacco is being attacked. This is all managed. This is all kabuki theater. Go watch the video that I gave you in your show notes from Glenn Beck. Find out how your current healthcare system was designed and who owns it. All of this is by design. James William Holt. I reckon where we get our news from depends on whether we want our freedoms eroded in patriot flavor or SJW equality flavor or equity flavor. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. <laughs> James William Holt again, he says, Joe, that literally looks like an old communist propaganda. They ain't even hiding that part, are they? No, they're not. They're right out in the open. Do y'all remember me sharing these two books with you? Both of these come from the turn of the last century. The one on the right is from the late 1800s. The one on the left is right around the 1900s. This is The Crowd, A Study of the Popular Mind by Gustave Le Bon. And then The Group Mind, A Sketch of the Principles of Collective Psychology with some um, attempt to apply them, uh, the interpretation of uh, national life and, and character. In other words, social engineering in both cases, which, which is what the progressive is trying to do. This is eugenics. Only what they're doing here, eugenics changes the, the generation you get next, the new children. This psychological warfare, this is how you manipulate the people you already have alive now. You got to change their behavior. This is all working together. This is where they get, the, this is the quote unquote scientific study. This is Freud. This is where they get the science. In other words, they studied how it all worked. Then they had to start putting it together. They had to turn it into an applied science. That's what this is. Edward Bernays, Propaganda. So he took the information that they learned. Those These books are the ones that I own, folks. These are the ones I have and have read. I, there are plenty more. 
But here, the crowd, the study of the popular mind, that's just collecting data. The group mind, collect data, theorize on how it might be used. Edward Bernays puts it into, puts it into use. Propaganda, this is about PR and crystallization of public opinion. The reason you have breakfast in this country now is because of Edward Bernays. The reason you eat bacon and drink orange juice for breakfast is Edward Bernays. The reason more women smoke than men, Edward Bernays. The re what you call spin, um, public relations, uh, political spin, all of, the, all of this, Edward Bernays. He took what they learned about how to control people and put it into a scientific formula. And then they started applying it. This is all psychological warfare, propaganda. Walter Lippmann, he figured out how to, how to use the media to do it. Okay, the media is just education for those people who are no longer in school. So this is a weapon. And then on the right, the father of spin, Edward L. Bernays and the birth of public relations. This is Larry Ty. This is a more modern book. And it's about how they've systemized this stuff. It's in everything you do now. It's in the very, the words of, the, of, of a sentence that you structure, the word you choose, the connotation of your voice, the, the order of the word you put in there. All of this can give people who are learned in this stuff, give them clues as to what you're thinking and what your objective is. This is why sometimes I'll tell people, well, you just said this. No, I didn't. You need to stop and reevaluate the words you just used, the order you put them in, the context in which you chose them and the tone of your voice in which you delivered them. And if I can see you more than likely the look on your face and your body language, what I have done is I've thrown it all together almost as fast as you're saying it. And I've made a percentage based evaluation of what you said compared to what I know of you. And in most cases I'm right. And if we, I, people will tell me, I didn't say that you're putting words in my mouth. If we sit down and we start talking and you let me dig at it, You'll find out that's exactly what you did me. You just didn't realize it. I'm not special. I've just practiced this stuff. I do have a natural aptitude for it. That's why they kept trying to stick me into psychiatry and psychology when I was in college. My scores for that are off the charts. I mean, literally, I'm in the top 2 or 3% when you take those tests. It's just a natural aptitude. It ain't no big deal. It's nothing. It's not IQ type crap or anything. It's like, you know. Michael Jordan had a natural aptitude for, for basketball. That's, that's all it is. But it gets me in trouble with people because when I listen to them talk, especially if I've known you for a while, because I've already learned your thought patterns. I pay attention to this. It's just how I'm made. I'm hardwired this way. But there are people who study this and they're just as hard, better than I am. Much better than I am. This is their science. And they apply this. Cass Sunstein with his books, Nudge. We'll get to them in a minute. He's better at this than I am because that's what he's been studying his whole life. A lot of this comes from the prince. This is uh, Machiavelli, Niccolo Machiavelli. Basically, if it works, do it. The ends justify the means. And then rules for radicals. Rules for radicals is just how to run a community organization PSYOP campaign with a little bit of terrorist pressure applied. Remember, terrorism is psyops, terror, fear. All of this stuff uses fear. But these are just other, but when we look at these individually, okay, let's go back through this. Let's go back. 
individually. That's just one study on the left. That's just one study on the right, Joe. Propaganda is just about how to sell people stuff. And the spin is just how to control public opinion. They're not, they're not, they're not coordinated, Joe. Phantom public. That's just about how to use the media to get my way. The spin, that's about how to control political messages. The prints, that's about politics, Joe. Radicals, that's just, that's how community or all of this is the same. Every one of those books is about controlling the minds of other people so that they, you can influence their behavior in the direction you want them to go. It's about getting what you want without having to pick up a rifle. Remember that sometimes Rush would do this. I've explained this. The left thinks that it is the intellectual warrior. For the most part, a leftist cannot beat you in a hand-to-hand -hand physical fight. Conservatives tend to be more physical, more barbaric. That's one of the complaints of the intellectual, you know, civilized leftist is that a conservative is just Mongo smash. Well, there's a reason for that. Masculinity and conservatism tend to go hand in hand, but the average the average progressive cannot, cannot fight that. Even as old and fat and out of shape as I am, Goebbels would have had his hands full with me. Okay. Younger than me and everything. He, he would have been in trouble. Man was like five foot six, weighed 130 pounds. I'd, beat him into a pulp if I wanted to, even today. Okay. So what they do is you've got to beat me on the grounds of, 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 of intellectual debate. And I, I, I can beat you here. Well, yeah, because you've made the rules and you define the, Oh, wait a minute. We just read that people who are going to define the home turf and the rule books and manipulate that. That's all a form of manipulation. They're not intellectually smarter than you are. They're parasites, they're manipulators, they're abusive, they're bullies, they're tyrants, they're trolls. That's what they're good at. Deception. They're all good at deception and making you think that you're wrong and you're weak and that you're alone. These are all mass manipulators, mass deceivers. That's what all of these books have in common. Written by people who are promoting the techniques and the practices. You've got to learn to defend yourself against this. There you go. Cast on steam. Nudge. Th this is the art of if I can't persuade you, let me force you to do what I want you to do. And if that don't work, let me shove you. So things like what he did is like, okay, I don't want you eating French fries at McDonald's. So I'm going to have McDonald's change the Happy Meal to a hamburger and apple slices. And if you want the French fries, you have to specifically ask for them. Or I'm going to have uh, people like uh, Disney put the apple slices and carrots in the front of the buffet and they're going to put the French fries all the way in the back where you actually have to reach for them. In some cases, it might be so far that it isn't worth trying to do. So you just eat the carrots and apple slices. That's nudge. That's explained in these books. William Holt asks, Joe, where is the actual head of the snake though? You've probably discussed it on one of the many programs I missed, but you can please put me to the source, whatever it is they are doing. All right, let's stop for a minute, James. This is a harder question to answer. We'll come back to this in a minute. There is no single head of the snake. This is a hydra. So the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers are running your banking. There's one head. Okay, you're going to have whoever's running your, um, the Rockefellers are also running the, um, uh, see, they're going to be running um, big oil, energy, people like that. Um, the Rothschilds in, in them, you know, but, let me just put it this way. You have a banking cabal. You have an energy cabal. You have a food cabal. You have information tech. 
that that's going to be Gates and Zuckerberg, people like that. Now, these are your visible figures. These are the ones you're allowed to see. Soros is pushing politics. Now, who's up above them? No, 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 no. You're, you're not going to have one or two people controlling the whole world. You're going to have hidden people in each sector. So you're going to have hidden bankers. You're going to have hidden energy. You're going to have hidden stock market. They're all running their own little fiefdoms. They work together, not because they, they do. They do know each other. They're intermarried, like the media. Go look at how many people are intermarried between the news media and government somewhere. And I don't mean elected government sometimes, but usually appointed government where the real power is. They're in the administrative section. These people all, they all coordinate. They all know each other. Where the coordination is, is in Woodrow freaking Wilson. I'm going to create a system of elite universities. We will use these universities to train our little henchmen and minions. They'll all come out of the university thinking alike, and they'll now just naturally do what I wanted them to do. So the teachers are teaching them this. And the teach it's a, it's a spontaneous, organic thing. The Rhodes Scholar, the Rhodes Scholarship was instituted to bring Americans over, teach them the Fabian socialist way, and send them back to American government so that England could bring America back into the fold gradually through a psychological campaign by changing our leaders to just naturally defer to England. Not my, we, we covered that. You need to go look up the Milner's kindergarten. That's exactly what the Rhodes Scholarship was ex- established for. So we've covered all this. Now what happens is you got all these different Hydra heads. If you want to find a single source, and there is, because they all tend to work together, even though they're opposing. This is why in the secular world, when you look at the world, you think, well, this group is working against that group. And yet, when we throw them all in a pot and we do the math, we get a velocity vector. Their agendas all seem to head in the same direction. They work together mysteriously because sometimes they oppose each other. And yet when they get together, it all works in the same direction. You have to have a spiritual source for that because this is multi-generational. This has happened over the last two, 300 years and it has not changed. It doesn't even waver. When, when you take and you plot this out on a political graph, man, it's a straight line. The agenda doesn't really waver at all. It might, if it does, it's a sine wave up and down, up and down, but it follows the same line. That is beyond human ability. Humans don't do that. That's against human nature. And yet you have a governing force that everybody keeps looking for, but they will not look to the spiritual. As soon as I do that, ipso facto, this all falls into place. And I whip out old Occam's razor and Occam says, go with that easy, simple answer. That's consistent, coherent, logical doesn't contradict itself, and it's simple. It's just that most folks will say, well, you can't use the spirit world. Why not? Occam was a Christian. He'd have no problem with that. <laughs> he was a monk. <laughs> well, that was a lot of words to say, Hasatan. Yes. I hope that helped, James. That's the best I can do with that question. Um, another one. Here's the deal. <laughs> Hasatan. One of, in primary, the, the primary leading the common denominator of all of this manipulation is fear. Fear of being ostracized, fear of being hurt, fear of losing your food, COVID, fear of catching it, fear of dying from it. it, it it's always fear, 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 fear. Fear will make you move. We've got no time. We've got to go. We're going to die. We've 12 years to save the planet. It's always fear. The phrase, do not be afraid, is written in the Bible 365 times. That's a daily reminder from God to live every day being less 
being fearless. Don't be afraid. Well, I love this meme too. Fear, false evidence appearing real. Most of the things we fear never happens. Fear is not the enemy. You know, the things we're afraid of, the things are not the enemy. It's our fear itself. There's another meme that I didn't share. It says one of the common denominators of successful people is that they have enough of a push, the hunger and the drive to push through their fear. So they push through it. They they keep going anyway. Um, we're going to, let's do this one here real quick. Let's see what Water Jug is saying here. Water Jug, uh, James William Holt says, I've watched videos where Klaus Schwab bragged about embedding his uh, acolytes in governments all over the world. Trudeau is one of his acolytes, and look how he's wrecked Canada. I just don't understand the end goal. Without outright seizing military control of Canada, I cannot fathom Trudeau or his party retaining his position there. The people are hurting too much. Oh, I can answer this one. Okay. Conspiracy theory Tuesday. What happens here is you put your acolytes into the government and then they don't have to control Canada. They just have to push in the central bank digital currency and social credit scores, which Canada already has a social credit score. So as soon as you go to the central bank, the CBDC, Schwab controls you now because Schwab is connected to World Economic Forum in Davos. And they also in Switzerland and all that other good stuff, you know, where the banks are. There's a reason Switzerland's never invaded. It's because that would hurt all sides because the banking is done through there. So once I have the digital currency in place with the social credit score, you have to do everything I tell you to do or you have no money. See, one of the problems we have is everybody looks at control the way they think that they would control people. The folks doing all this don't think that way. You have to think like Cass Sunstein. That's why I keep bringing those books up. Nudge. Most people don't have, I have not heard a report back from anybody in the class. Nobody's bothered to read them or listen to them. <laughs> what you have to do is you have to think like Satan. I don't need to have direct control over you. If I put you in a system where everything you do is watched, well, let me put it this way. Hold on a second, folks. Here we go. There you go. That's all I got to do. If I put those everywhere you watch, everywhere you go, you'll behave for me. You'll do exactly what I want you to do all by your own little lonesome. No, I won't, Joe. Oh, yes, you will. They did a study on this. They built a prison. It's a big circular prison, several stories tall. The guard post is in the center. So all of, all of the cells are in this circular prison and the guard post is in the center with blacked out windows. So they never know. The prisoners never know when they're being watched. And what they did is whenever the guards at first, they put a lot of guards in there and they were always watching and they cracked down on the prisoners hard, harshly. And then after a while, there wasn't a guard left in the guard post ever and the prisoners behaved because they knew they were always being watched. You think... Having done this experiment. Oh, that monkey the and the bananas. Yes. You think the people running this world don't know this? So all they need is social digital media, you know, the social score, credit score, linked to your bank account, and you're done. He can run the world. He can even shut down countries. 
And this is all explained in Tragedy and Hope with Carol Quigley. It's linking you economically. One party pretending to be two, one global cabal. Hmm. You can't buy or sell without the, okay. Yeah, without the mark of the beast. So what we're trying to do today is explain to you how a psychological operation works. We're trying to explain to you it comes in many, many, many different forms. But at the heart, it's all about deceiving you so that they can control you or getting you to behave the way they want you to. And if they can get you to do that on your own to, for them, where they don't have to force you to do anything, more the better for them. So that's the way they're going to work. Um, it's, it's bread and circuses, folks. You mean like COVID? Yes. That was very successful. Yes. And we've already brought you shows where they've talked about in England, Hey, let's roll out the next wave so we can see what we get away with this time. And it was in the English government's emails and they are literally talking about, let's see how far we can go with it this time. But this is all twofers. Did y'all wreck? Did y'all, how many of you realized that we had a shortage of used cars for the last few years? It, it was like six or seven years. Oh, we yeah. had a sh okay. Why did we have the shortage of used cars? What caused it? Because the rental car industry sold all their cars. No, cash for clunkers. Oh, that's right. They did. The, oh, I it was cash about for clunkers. One. That was to get the older cars off the. Why did they want the older that's cars right. off the street? Because they'll actually work after an EMP. And because they're not digitally controlled. All the cars Whoopsie. now on the road can be shut down by remote control by satellite. It's all about control. So if your digital score is not good enough today, your car won't run. Genevieve Thomas coming on board and drive down any major highway and look at all the cameras watching you. Yes, that too. But now the, the used car lots are full because they've completed the change. That was Cass Sunstein and Nudge. That was Nudge. That was a PSYOP campaign. They convinced you that you were getting something for nothing and they didn't bother telling you why they were doing it. Had they told you, a lot of people wouldn't have done it. This is all about what I'm trying to get you to see. Conspiracy theories. A conspiracy theorist, you got two types. You got the wackadoodles that don't bother doing their homework. You got the ones that do. If you run across one who does his homework or her homework, there's a reason they believe what they believe. For the most part, they've learned to see through the manipulation. What is the matrix? The matrix, the movie, is just a giant psychological operation. The people are being used, but they're put in a dreamlike state where they think this is their reality, and it isn't. That's the whole thing about this. Once you're red-pilled, that's the point of the movie. Once you're red-pilled, you see the PSYOP. Most of us that have been at this for a while, we never miss the girl in the red dress walking by us. If you haven't seen the movie, that's not going to make any sense. No, it's this isn't a thing about a guy looking at a girl. No, it's about a very obvious thing right there in front of you that most people miss because you've been trained to miss it. Once you see what you're looking for, once you learn fallacies, once you learn psyops techniques, once you learn how people control, whether on the individual level or on mass level, this stuff is very easy to spot and you get better at it as you practice it. It's all about discernment. Discernment. It's not knowing the difference between right and wrong. It's knowing the difference between right and almost right. Think about that one for a minute because that's where the heart of most deception lies. 
just enough. You won't die if you eat that fruit. Not today, you won't. Exactly. But you will die. That's the difference between the truth and almost truth. And that's the heart of all of this. Whether anybody wants to believe and accept this or not, everything I've been discussing with you today is spiritual warfare. Can I get you to believe one way or the other? And you thought I was talking to you about human psyops. <laughs> Silly webbits. You should know better by now. <laughs> um, folks, really, psyop campaigns, psychological campaigns have been conducted against this country for years. The hippie movement was a psychological campaign against the United States run by the Russians. We know that now. KGB opened up. We got their records. Hippie Jesus. He, that's that's a perversion of Jesus that was launched on us by the communists. Um, climate change. Most everything, any PR campaign is a psyop campaign. Um, a lot of it has to do with the motivations or the agenda of the people pushing it. It can be benign, but they're all about manipulating you. They all want you to make a decision or change your actions in some way, shape, or form or another. Nike, just do it. It's a PSYOP campaign. They want you to go play basketball, but they want you to play basketball playing in their shoes. You know, Ford tough. That's a PSYOP campaign. Well, I'm a tough American because I drive a Ford. Apple pie and Chevrolet. Oh, well, I'm a real American because, you know, I drive a Chevy. You know, I'm all about apple pie and baseball. It, it's all PSYOPs. Even when um, MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. PSYOP. If you bother to read the links I gave you, you're going to find out that Trump, Trump conducts them all the time. When he sticks labels on somebody, that's a PSYOP campaign. It's a PSYOP technique. He's trying to manipulate people. Obama does it by everybody. Every politician I know just about does it. The ones that don't, there are a few. Ted Cruz wasn't very good at it. Where did it get him? DeSantis doesn't do that. Well, he's good at jabs, but... He doesn't conduct the psyops the same way that everybody else. Where did that get him? Yeah, Trump is using his trial right now as a psyop. Yes, he is. Now, the one that I know was good at jabbing people, but and people liked him, and he did well with Reagan. But his was actually humor. Uh, Reagan, and it was a psyop. It got you to like him, deprecating, and, and you didn't look at him as much because you ended up liking him. But he didn't do it by necessarily making it personal when he degraded people. He did that as putting a humor campaign from his acting days. He wor worked humor into his language and it would get people to like him. So when you like him, you don't look as critically at him. It's a psyop. It's all psyops. Everything in your life is a psyop. And folks, whether you realize it or not, that's, that's the story of the Bible. It's a spiritual war. It, but you have to choose to look at it that way. When you look at it that way, it unifies everything. When you look at this as all just a bunch of random quinky dinks, let me ask you something. William brought that, James, James Holt brought this up earlier. Where's the head? Well, I know there are many heads. Then how, how is it that I have all these different people with all their different agendas, and yet somehow or another, the world order is coming together? I thought they were all working again. Well, they are, and they're powerful. How the world order coming together then? Well, that's because when you look at it from a real high altitude, they're all working together, even when they're not coordinating with each other. So how's that happen? 
something somewhere is coordinating them, whispering in their ear. What's your what's your secular material only world explanation for that? Does anybody have one? I haven't seen anybody give me one yet. I've looked. I've searched for this. There is none. The answer is always, oh, it's just a coincidence. Really? If I find more than 50 organizations all working for their own agenda to change things, and they all somehow work in the same general direction, I am now beyond statistical chance of zero, which means by definition, it is not a coincidence. So what coordinated them? Uh-huh. In a logic world, that would be called a checkmate. Good thing we don't live in the logic world, right? By not living in a logical world, it allows people to believe a lot of things that they just can't prove, like faith. Oh, wow, cool. So atheism's a faith? Yes. You can't prove that there is no God. You just believe without any evidence. That's the definition of faith. I don't know whether or not we did any good with this show. This one here is one of these cases where if you don't put in a little of your time and go back and read some of the things I've linked for you. I know a lot of people don't like to read. I got it. I understand. I don't, I didn't want to go read through each one of these. I didn't want to make up my own slides and read the points to you. I wanted to show it. But watch, watch Beck's video. It'll take you 45 minutes to an hour. Fast forward through his commercials. Watch his video. Oh my gosh. Not only is it a PSYOP campaign, folks, did you know that Pfizer knowingly included a, a DNA strip in their jab that causes cancer? And they didn't reveal it to the FDA. So when we were talking about the cancer spikes in the people who have been jabbed, now we know exactly where it came from. The government of Canada confirmed this. And remember when Pfizer had the government shut down the Moderna jab so that it was the only one being given out? And now you really want to tell me that there's not somebody somewhere in this loop that actually wants to kill off the population? Well, Pfizer was doing it so they could sell chemo drugs. Yeah, knowing that most of those people, they're going to get their money and they're going to die anyway. It's a twofer. I get rich killing you. I get rich selling you the jab. You catch cancer. I get rich selling you the chemo. You die anyway. Win, win, win. You can't prove it, Joe. No, I can't. But over a length of time, it all seems to end in the same direction with a whole bunch of food, energy, banking. All these people seem to be going in the same direction. Sooner or later, the inductive argument for this starts taking place. And it says Joe has the most rational, easiest, most consistent answer. There are people trying to kill off the world. Well, why would they want to do that? Satan. Oh, spiritual war again. Ignore me if you will. You will not find the solutions and the answers anywhere else. Not this way. Not coherently. Not consistently. Not rationally. Not logically. How many of you have been with me for 304 classes? I have a Toby Keith question for you. If when you started, you thought I was a kook with all this conspiracy theory stuff, how do you like me now? <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. 
We're going to wrap it just a little early today. Tomorrow, solid foundations of doctrine. It's, it's a worship Wednesday, solid doctrine, sound doctrine, the basic building blocks of your foundation, doctrinal foundations. We're going to cover those. Thursday, history of Israel. Friday might be a bonus teaching to, to uh, teaching Tuesday day. Friday might be a bonus day. I'm thinking, you know what? Yes, because it's tangentially related to logic. We're going to talk about teaching, teaching and learning on Friday. That's what I want to do. We're going to teach about that. Otherwise, we love each and every one of you. If you like what we're doing, please hit the thumbs up buttons, the like buttons or whatever that talks to me and Charlie and Natasha tells us we're doing a good job today. If you haven't already done so, please set up a Rumble account and follow the show. I say Rumble because we can't always get onto Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Sometimes they lock our accounts. Rumble has never even given me a strike. Rumble's never said boo to us. They're going to let us go. And more, there was a period there where they weren't monetizing our shows. They're back up to monetizing them again. So Rumble has seen, it's very slow, but it is steady. We're, we're gaining ground on Rumble. We're never going to be huge, but if, come on, folks, man, even if, let's say you can't afford the $5 a month. You can't give me 10 or 15 minutes to, at max to go find us on Rumble, set up an account, and hit the follow button? Oh, come on. That helps us too. That helps the show spread. If you like what we're doing and you think we can help other people that you know, recommend us. Send the link directly to them in a message or a text or an email or something. Social media throttles us. If you just hit the share button, it's no guarantee anybody will ever see it. And tell people about me. I know I'm an acquired taste. Jimmy reminded everybody on, on the Freedom Networks this, this show with uh, Steve Nichols. He reminded everybody today I'm, a, I'm an acquired taste, and I am. I know that. I know that. But if you can get used to the bad taste that I leave in your social acceptabilities, sooner or later you're going to find that I am valuable. And I've heard that from a lot of people too. A lot of people hate to like me. But they do. Hopefully you'll become one of them. And if we ever meet in person, you might find out there's a different side of me that's not as disagreeable. <laughs> I'm a big doof most of the time, just not when I'm teaching. It's, 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 it's um, Marine Corps taught me this. It's the role. It's the position you're in. If I'm a gunny, I'm a mean, snarling little jack wagon. If I'm a sergeant, I'm a mean instructor. If I'm a first sergeant, I'm a cuddly old dad. If I'm a sergeant major, I'm a little, little bit of everything. So it just depends on the role. If I'm a private, I'm a doofus that's trying to hide from everybody so that I don't get caught and had to be volunteered. So it's all just playing a role. I'm just playing a role here in this chair. We love each and every one of you. We thank you for being here. We hope we helped you today. Spread the word if there's anything we've helped you with. James William Holt, part, parting comment. Man, I don't like you one bit, Joe, when I first saw you on Steve's show. <laughs> now I love you. Well, James, that's because you did what I ask everybody to do. You went out to prove me wrong and you found out that the information I was giving you is exactly what I told you it was. You proved it to yourself. And oh my gosh, does that make me feel good? Because not because I did anything, you did. Now you know what you know and you know why you know it. And that's a success. Not for me, but for you, Brother Holt, for you. Makes you a stronger person. All right, folks, see you tomorrow.